0: in Jesus' name. This is Pastor Sean, and you're listening to The Intersection, not your normal fluffy Christian show. You know, the scripture talks about, in the last days, there being a great deception, and we always we always are under the impression that that only means theologically. Well, that's happening, too. The church has gone woke and broke, and makes me want to choke. Um, yes, that's my little rhyme for the day, but, but this whole delusive... Attitude. This whole, I want to just call it um, what it was in the garden, secular humanism. The first secular humanism happened when the snake said to Eve, Did God really say? And you could do so much better on your own. Who needs God? In fact, God's holding something back from you. He's keeping something for you. From you, and you don't even need him. Well, that's the secular humanist spirit that's been going on from the beginning of time, and we see it today. But um, this deception, this cult-like trance that people are going in, and you know what's funny is, I'm seeing seeing lots of Christians even fall for it. Social justice has become the new gospel. It's become the new Great Commission. Oh, forget about salvation of people's souls and things like that. That's secondary. Number two, it's based upon complete lies and falsifications, which every deception is. Um, the deception has infiltrated politics and science. Now you say, "Well, just because we don't have your political leanings doesn't mean we're deceived." I'm not. I'm not even talking about just political leanings. I'm talking about theological, political, social cultural moral all these areas have been infected so much so that the people infecting it and the people who believe this stuff are so self-deluded that sometimes you have to stare in awe you have to stare in complete awe because the deception is so thick and so great well be specific pastor sean well i will i'll be very specific very specific there's a humanistic deception going on around the world and it will even mask itself in religious formats and in, in the church in christianity but it's rooted in say satanic satanism it's rooted in self-reliance it's rooted in it's rooted in self-indulgence it's rooted in self-delusion and i especially see young christians falling for it it's the new trendy hip things to be it's the new woke nature And it is permeating every aspect of life, not just here, but around the world. And not only can you be in disagreement of it, you must be a deeply committed advocate of it, or you, my friend, are an evil, bad person. You, my friend, are even worthy of death. You are no longer worthy to be on the earth. Your voice is not worthy to be heard. You have no more First Amendment. Your presence is not even worthy to be considered. You are less than human. You are subhuman. This is the way this deception is being painted. This is how you wind up, my friends, with a holocaust. This is how you wind up with groups of people being demonized and their humanity being ignored. This is how you can harm people and not only have no conscience about it, but feel righteous and justified in doing so. Give you some examples where wokeness, where humanism has permeated. Well, let's talk about the education system. There are literally children, teenagers, young people walking around today who hopelessly and with despair believe that the Earth is only milliseconds away from being consumed by climate change. Milliseconds, years, just a few short years away. And the only way to offset this is if you give the government money so they can redistribute it so they can perform the Great Reset. And by the way, climate change is going to be one of those things they do. And they have so permeated your children's minds to mush that they will not even hear an opposing point of view. Climate change is real. Climate change has been happening since the beginning of time. The climate changes. We've been through ice ages. We've been through heat waves. We have been through all sorts of climate changes. And guess what? Humanity and this species of animals on this earth that God created are adaptable. They find ways. They find ways. You know what I love? Whenever you try to bring up instances that disprove climate change, like, for instance, we were told that all the hurricanes that were hitting the United States, all the hurricanes like Katrina and them were directly relate. in fact george bush himself created those by his climate policies because we know that climate changes with every new president it changes overnight you get a democrat president in, and the climate suddenly go and you know if you give more money to the government then climate really changes but because of george bush's conservative policies he caused katrina then for the next seven years after that, we had some of the mildest hurricane seasons we'd ever have. Did climate change? People say, wow, we've really licked this thing. We've really conquered it. We've really rolled back climate change. You know what they say? No, that's weather. That's different. So weather, when, it's <laughs> when it proves the point of climate change, is suddenly okay to take as a fact. But then when weather doesn't prove the point of climate change, then it's weather and we just don't understand. It's a climate cult. They literally want to change and destroy the world's economy. They want to redistribute wealth based upon this pseudoscience that says we are simply so close to imploding. If we get one more gas powered car, if we have one more coal plant, coal fired plant built, if we do one more stinking thing. This planet's going to, as Greta said, whole ecosystems are crumbling. How dare you? Do you know it's a lie? Do you know it's a lie that polar bears are becoming extinct? Did you know it's a lie that the ice is receding and that we have less ice than we did before? We actually have more ice, but it, those are facts. Facts don't matter in the world of cultism. They don't matter. In this secular humanistic world. What else? What what else were there delusions? Well, here's a real delusion for you. A man can be a woman. We will forego all science, all biological science, all, all proof of chromosomes, because a person's feelings are more scientific than their actual chromosomes. If their chromosomes say they're a man, but they feel like a woman, chromosomes rule the day. And if you question a person's gender identity, you're a criminal. In Canada, you can be prosecuted and thrown into jail. And in other countries that they want to bring here, your child can transition at 8, nine, ten years old, and you have no power to stop them. They'll take your child away from you. Because we have now birthing people. In fact, they go as far to say your gender can be fluid. You can be a man one moment and a moment later be a woman. And if you dare misgender that person, you're an evil person who needs to be locked away or eradicated. You are a transphobe, a You are an evil person because I won't take the word of a 15 year old confused child at what their gender is. And even go further, allow them to take body-changing hormones and have surgeries that mutilate and destroy their genitals. And I'm supposed to go along with it because Johnny feels like he's Jenny at 13 years old. And you want to talk about delusion? These people are sick. They're deluded. We'll allow grown men. Proven pedophiles. You know, if a man stands on a corner... And a little girl or a little boy walks in front of them and they expose their That's That's a crime. It's called indecent exposure. But if they go to a spa and walk through it bare naked, everything hanging out, it's okay as long as they identify as a woman. And little children can be exposed to that and you can't question it or you're an evil bad person. We've just given pedophiles free reign among our children just by simply claiming that they're a different gender and no one can question it. And you want to talk about people think Christians are deluded because we believe in Jesus? Because we believe in creation? Because we believe there's a moral code and a God? Because we believe in moral absolutes? We're bad people? And yet... They will believe these delusions. This, this stuff would have been laughable 15-20 years ago. My friends, the children have taken over the asylum. And they're having a, a they're having a raucous time right now, destroying themselves and everyone around them. But that's exactly what it's like. Children taking over the asylum. Delusion. Insane delusions. And now not only. Are they deluded but you must indulge the delusion. Well, I'm sorry, put me in jail but I'm not telling a full-grown man that, that believes he's a woman that believes he can give birth, that he can give birth. That's a lie. I'm not telling young confused people that are gender fluid or one of the or non-binary all of these things that their chromosomes don't matter, that they don't they don't really identify anything. That their feelings is the truth and reality, not indulging the delusion. In fact, 20 years ago, this was called gender dysphoria. It was considered a mental crisis, which could be treated. And now you can't even treat such a thing. It's considered harmful. So now, no more conversion therapy, because people are who they are. And who are you to ever delve into a place to try to convert them to something else when they believe that's who they are. So now we'll let eight-year-olds pick their gender, and we'll call it science. And yet, conservatives are, are, are science deniers because we won't, we won't, uh, we won't uh, forfeit our economic status in the world. Uh, paint all our roofs raw white. Destroy our economy, destroy our fossil fuel industry, put people out of work over a pseudoscience. Well, where else, Pastor Sean? Well, let's just keep talking about the delusions, the political delusions. Do you know there's people still in jail from the January 6th protests gone awry? I'm not calling it an insurrection, it's not an insurrection. Well, you're an insurrectionist if you don't call it an insurrection. Well, I guess I'm not your normal, fluffy insurrectionist, right? My brother, Ed Bondarenka, we're not your normal, fluffy insurrectionist. So if you even question the election now, if you question whether Joe Biden won or not, hands down, got 12 million more votes than Barack Obama in just the right places where he need to. If you even have a a twinge of, of doubt about that, if you even express that, that seems a little audacious. I mean, we know that Joe's so charismatic and so with it and so sharp. And maybe there were enough people to hate Donald Trump to vote, to, to bring out that many people to vote. But then it was at least a vote against Trump, not a vote for Biden. But if you don't believe 100 percent that Joe Biden won this squeaky clean, if you even question it, you're an insurrectionist and you deserve to die. You're treasonist. In fact, the uh, the lie they keep spreading about the January 6th incident. Oh, well, police officers were killed. Didn't happen. One police officer died from a stroke later, God rest his soul. A few Trump supporters died from certain medical conditions. Ashley Babbitt was shot in the throat by we don't know who. And suddenly the Democrats are pro-police. They're pro-capital police. And they built this narrative that of the two or three hundred people that went overboard and broke through and went into the chambers they weren't supposed to after they were let in. And there's a lot of questions about how this whole thing happened, about FBI agents being This is not conspiracy. Uh, Why were there FBI agents included in this thing? Why were doors open? Why can't we see the camera footage? Why can't we see what happened up there? But the lie, the real big lie, isn't people spreading that the election was stolen. They call it the big lie. The real big lie is that January 6th was a planned insurrection. Can I tell you something? I'm not being rude in this. And people, people can lose their minds about this. And I'm not saying it was right what happened. But I'm telling you this. There is probably a million Trump supporters out there. If it had been a planned insurrection, you would know it. An insurrection probably would have took place. 99.9% of people had no idea what was even going on. They were outside of the Capitol building, and yet many, many people are in prison six months later. And they're talking about trying them for treason and hanging them. Yes, there have been advocates for that. And by the way, even if they were insurrectionists, which they weren't, even insurrectionists have what we call mm, rights rights. You have a right to a fair trial, a jury. You have a right to be charged. Some of them have been sitting there for six months and they haven't even been charged. And now they're opening another commission. And then they set up all these barbed wire fences around and talked about all these white supremacist conspiracies. In fact, they went as far to say that the insurrection on January 6th was worse than 9-11. Worse than 9-11? more dangerous. And remember after 9-11, all they told us was, we need to be very careful. What, a patriotism? No. We need to be very careful that this doesn't turn into anti-Islamic fervor. We need to to watch out for for Islamophobia. Well, how come after something like this, they're not saying we need to look out for insurrectionophobia? Because it only applies to one side. In fact, after 9-11, I remember liberals saying, well, I wonder what we did to cause them to do this. We need to look deep inside and examine ourselves because America is always the bad place, always the bad people. Let's talk about some cultural lies. Country has some dark sides. Yeah, yeah, slavery was not—slavery was a was a dark time in our country. So was Jim Crow, which, by the way, was fomented by Democrats. But anyway, we got some dark times, but guess what? We also were the first country that fought a war to end slavery worldwide. Well, we ended it here, but we were one of the first. Did you know there's still slavery in some countries and some continents? There is still literal slavery. We fought a war in which a half a million people died. We righted wrongs. We are growing into becoming a more perfect union. There was a professor recently, an African-American professor, and he wrote a paper saying that the best place for people of African descent is America. This is the best. This is the most just. It has the most opportunities. The people that the people of color are doing better in this country than in many, many other countries. And this is a this is a, a professor of color who was writing this saying, listen, if you're if you're from African descent, America's where you want to be. that people of color in America are doing better financially than over 200 million people in the continent of Africa. Doing better. Better education. Better economic opportunities. Better for children. Better criminal justice system. You think our criminal justice system is skewed? Do you want to go to, like, South American countries where all you got to do is give a few bucks and the cops look the other way? don't have federal police and the lie is that this country is systematically racist and evil and oppressive then why aren't they shutting the border down telling the people who are trying to get here don't come here it's a terrible place we sponsor a child from africa in in our uh, um, sponsorship program you know we give money every month and you they, they give them a Education and some religious literature and things. We get letters all the time. And he's in the, and he says to us, My goal is to come to your country. And if I was some deluded liberal, I would write back and say, Why? We're terrible. Stay where you are. We're terrible. And yet, college universities and deluded professors spew this constant nonsense. That the country is basically systemically racist. That if you're a person of color, you're not going to go anywhere. You know what? My friends of color are tired of being leveraged. Being leveraged by white Democrats. Being leveraged for political gain. Can you imagine telling young men and women of color, you don't got a chance here because it's systematically racist? In fact don't even try of course if you vote democrat we'll t- we'll make sure it happens but my gosh stay away from those evil white supremacist republicans who by the way economically people of color do better because rising tides lift all boats but the deluded the, the, the deluded. You know Jesus said it's the blind leading the blind they both fall into a ditch. These college professors are producing kids who hate their own country. Who believe that America is a systematically oppressive racist place. And all they really do is propagate racism. Wasn't it Joe Biden who told us people of color can't get drivers licenses so if you if you make driver's licenses a requirement for voting, that they they're gonna they're going to to uh, they're going to be oppressed. They're not gonna be able to vote. And then he went on to say that people of color couldn't get online to get to get vaccine shots. And I see people of color furrowing their brow. Like, wh- what do you mean we don't get driver's licenses and we can't go online? And it's this constant leveraging. It's not it's not trying to help people of color communities of color it's it's not being in the core the the values that 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 communities of color hold are traditional christian values and they tell me you got to check those at the door you got to check them at the door if you want to be part of the democrat party and all they do is try to scare communities of color away from conservatism (laughs) by all this white supremacy nonsense are there racist people in the country? Absolutely, there always will be from every race, unfortunately. But it's not the majority. Are there systemic white supremacist groups that are endangered? I, I haven't seen any. Haven't ran into any. And yet they sow seeds of suspicion and doubt and fear among Americans who are striving to make a better union. We have come so far. And they want to send us back to the Jim Crow era. They're the ones who are trying to sow division. And as the Church of Jesus Christ, the redeemed saints of all colors, backgrounds, and ethnicities, we really can't buy into this. we got to stay united. I know churches that are split right now because of these delusive seeds that have been sown. Hitting man against man, woman against woman. We need to reject that in entirety and understand that it is the blood of Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit which unifies us as one body, one church, people of all nations. We need to go back to that understanding of who we are. So, yes, my friends, we live in deluded days. We live in cultish days where people are buying narratives, hook, line, and sinker. I'll talk about some more of them next week. Some more of these false narratives. And if you not only if you deny them, are you are, are you evil, but if you don't promote them, you are culturally excoriated. My friends, we are in the throes of social Marxism. Until next time, this is Pastor Sean. May God richly bless you. <laughs> With the bad news, with the young guns, with the ones that they told you to run from. Yeah, a player's gonna play and a hater's gonna hate.